Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of This Is What Blind Looks Like. On this episode, we will be talking about voting because, as we know it, well, at least in America, elections are coming up, and it's important to make your voice heard and vote. Voting is very important, so please, 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 I urge you to get out and vote because... If you want to see a change, you need to take part and be that change. And that is very, very crucial. And also, if the candidate that you want to win doesn't win, well, that also plays a part on how many people do vote. So get out and vote. It's very important. I know I'm ready to vote and my family is ready to vote, so... That's always a good thing. Kimberly, are you ready to vote? I'm ready to vote. I just want to make listeners be aware that not only to vote, but be a smart voter. Don't listen to the mudslinging, the videos that are out there. It's easy to splice things. Angie knows all about editing things. It's easy to make it look like someone's saying one thing. You can edit any video and make it look like they're saying another kind of like Photoshop. You can make it look to your liking. So please don't be one of those voters that you see the commercials. You're like, I didn't know that. I'm not voting for them. Be smart about it. Do your research. Go to the non-biased website. Make sure you vote for someone who agrees with the issues that you want to change in your life and we're not here to tell you who to vote for we're just here for informational purposes only and to tell us what it's like being blind and voting yeah so like Kimberly said we are not here to to tell you what candidate is good or what candidate we're voting for because because obviously That is a private matter. Like, I'm not going to sit here and tell you who I'm going to vote for. All I know is who, who I am voting for. I stand by the, by the beliefs that they stand for. And I know who I'm casting my vote to. So that is all I'm going to say about that. But we not only want to talk about voting and the importance of voting, but we want to talk about voting while blind. And I know that in some polling places, they don't always have the accessible voting machine, otherwise known as the automark machine. And some polling places do. And I know that in the places that they don't have access to the accessible voting machines, it can be very hard for a blind person to cast their vote independently. I know, well, luckily in my polling place, they have it and I've used it and I'm so grateful that I'm able to use it independently. And so if, if you don't know what the Automark machine is, the Automark voting machine is a machine that you sit by and you cast your ballot inside and it scans it, it scans your answers and it has the option for zooming in or screen reader. I always use the screen reader just because it's it's easier that way and I don't strain my eyes. And 
it is, it's just a, a, a great machine. I'm lucky that I can cast my vote independently and privately. But I will say, I really, I know that there's volunteers at the polling places and I know that they, that they give their time to it, but I want to say this in the nicest way possible. Please, please, please don't stand over me while I'm trying to cast my vote. I have the right to vote independently and privately, just like any other person casting their vote. I understand that it comes from the goodness of their hearts, but it just really makes me uncomfortable when I have somebody standing over me trying to be sure it works. <laughs> and oh, I, wow. I just feel like... I'm my privacy is being invaded and I I wasn't last year but the year before I almost went off on one of them because on one of the poll workers like I I I was just very I got so frustrated and very infuriated like no like I I, I got it I can do it I know what I'm doing and I know that you're trying to help me but I I am able to be independent and, and do things on my own. So I know my mom was like, why did you, you didn't have to act like that. That was kind of rude. And yeah, it does come off as rude, but sometimes there just comes a point where you're just, you don't want to always be helped. Like, you know, you, if I want help, I'm going to ask for it. I don't need you to just be standing over my neck and being there just no <laughs> so I'm trying to be nice about it and because I don't want to leave them with a with a with the connotation of oh every blind person is gonna snap back at me if, if you know well and those machines have headphones so yes. you're able to hear the prompts yourself and you know, there's a curtain, I, you know, I know, and those curtains are there for a reason. And if you needed help, I'm sure we can speak up. We'll ask you for help. Yes. I've never been able to use them because I followed the steps involved. I was told by someone to do this. So in order to make sure that they have one, you want to call your representative that is in your district and ask, look, I am a person in your district. I will be voting. Are you going to have an accessible voting machine? Make, make them know that you're blind and that they're supposed to be there for us. And I was told that one would be there because I have been in my district when I grew up, I didn't need one until after I lost more of my eyesight and I got to the polling place and they didn't have one. First of all, they're supposed to. And so I was really upset about that. So I had to obviously get help by the person I was with and vote. And the second time for the second presidential election, I did all the right steps. I called them, make sure it would be there, but none of the volunteers knew how to work it. And I didn't realize myself, I was told after the fact, there's voice prompts, you put on the headphones, it'll it'll walk you through it. Well, I didn't know that, not 
using one before. And so again, I had to have the person I was with cast my vote. And this is what I was told afterwards that's very disturbing. And that if you're a blind person and you need someone helping you, how do we know that they're not selecting our answer? Like, what if it's just a volunteer, someone that you can't trust? How do we know as a blind individual that they're not putting down who they want and are like, oh, I can vote twice. This person won't know. And that just made my heart sink and leave me with this pit of sickness, thinking there are people, so many people out there who take advantage of people. And yes, there are great people who would not do this, and I hope would not do this, but there's identity fraud out there. There's people out there that will take advantage of a person first chance they get. And I was like, I never thought of that. And so that makes me really uneasy knowing that if it's not accessible, that someone could be doing that. Right. That would make me very uneasy as well. That's why I, when I go and cast my vote with the automark voting machine is I just always just tell people, look, I've got it from here. I'm fine. Thank you. And I mean, I just... I just prefer it that way because I don't want people looking over my answers or trying to help me and then they choose whatever answer they want to Mm -hmm. put in there just because. Like, that's an invasion of privacy. And luckily for me, even when I voted for the first time, I was able to use the Automark machine. So I've been very lucky for that. Otherwise, I, you know, I would have needed help because I... I mean, I can read large print, but I can't read it for long periods of time without my eyes straining, and I, I can't read small print, so I'm very, very lucky that I, I have that opportunity, that they have that access to that, and Kimberly, I wish that they had access in your polling place to an accessible voting machine, because that would make all the difference in the world. I know. I really am excited to use one, and I've never used one. I'm thinking, hey, that that is really cool. I've never been able to cast my vote independently since I lost my sight, and just that simple luxury and privilege would mean the world to me. As a blind person, we miss out on a lot of things and things are challenging to us and to know that there's something out there that we can take part of and then being told that someone doesn't know how to work it or that it's not there, that makes me so angry. And I agree with you, Angie. I would be angry if someone were hovering over me while I was trying to cast my vote. Everyone has the right to cast one privately and independently and they they shouldn't have done that. Right. Yeah. So this time around, I'm hoping for the best. Fingers crossed. I'm hoping that I'm able to just cast my vote privately with no issues. Um, And if I were to have issues, well, that's why you advocate and you ask for help when you need it. So... One thing that is unfortunate in this election is that absentee votes are not accessible to the blind. And I know a lot of people do absentee votes. And I myself 
have signed up to get an absentee vote this time around because of COVID. I just don't think that people are going to be social distancing when, you know, hundreds of people in one district, even thousands, want to go to the polling place and vote. And with COVID, I'm trying to be uh, responsible and mindful of the fact that it's out there and I have underlining health conditions and don't feel comfortable going there. Otherwise, literally my place that I would do my voting is on the kitty corner of the cross street down my block. It's literally like you can see it from my building, the place that's so easy to get to. But my going back to my point is that unfortunately absentee voting is not accessible to a blind person and it's unfortunately not something that we can push into law anytime soon before this election maybe cause it maybe blind rights organizations will take part in that in the future but it's way too soon to be worried about that who knew COVID would hit and that millions of people will be wanting an absentee ballot and those people are Some of them are blind. And so unfortunately, I won't be using those this time around, those accessible voting machines. And I have to rely on someone. And I know I'm not the only person who's blind that will have to do that this time around. And it also makes me uneasy because that person who's helping me is going to know who I'm voting for. And then I run the risk of getting into conversations with them later. Well, you voted this or they'll like try to, or they'll know when talking politics who I voted for. And I don't want people noting who I voted for. (laughs) Right. It's a, it's a very private matter. I don't like to say, oh, I voted for so-and-so. No, nobody needs to know who you voted for. Because it's personal like you I don't I always avoid getting into political debates with people just because like politics are one of the several things that people just argue about and debate about and I'm just not about to get into a debate with somebody you know like if you don't agree with the current political stance right now in our country then that's okay you know, like, it's a sensitive topic. It is a very sensitive topic. Like, I, I don't, I don't go into, I don't, if, if someone says something, like, I posted something recently, and someone on my friends list was very, I don't know, like, she has different political, yeah, very vocal, she has different political beliefs than I do, so that's okay, I didn't say anything, because why am I going to get into an argument with somebody, it's just not worth it, it's not worth my time, I have other things that I can spend my time doing, rather than arguing with somebody about politics, (laughs) so we all have the right to believe and vote for whoever we want to vote for and that that's it case closed
So what are the resources that our listeners can take part in, can find for voting, Angie? Well, there's obviously voting resources by state. So you can go to your state website and you can find important details and the deadlines to vote in your state. And if you have any questions and that sort of thing. And there is also what Kimberly said. Like if you're blind, you can talk to your congressman about making sure that there's an accessible voting machine in your polling place area. Newsline has articles and resources. If you're a Newsline member, that are tons of resources that you can find through their app. If you're not a Newsline member, you can find information about Newsline through the National Library Service for the Blind and Physically Handicapped, and they can hook you up with a Newsline account. And on Newsline, you get access to newspapers, magazines, and even your TV listings if you make an account and put in your TV provider. That's something I love and use often. I You can view your TV listings and see when things are available. And also they outline the show when it is on the channel. And something that I love is they specifically mention if a show is audio described or not. That's awesome. I need to get on Newsline for sure because I'm not on there and I should I should get on Newsline because it sounds like a pretty cool service. I'll definitely link the website for Newsline in the show notes down below as well as the website of where we got our voting information. So I will do that as well. I know the National Federation of the Blind they have on their website, they have information for uh, voting, accessible voting and stuff like that. So I do want to say that October is Disability Awareness Month. It is Blind Awareness Month or how some of us refer to it as Meet the Blind Month. So happy Meet the Blind Month. And I know last month, September was National Service Dog Month, and it was National Guide Dog Month, so for those of my friends who use service dogs or guide dogs, I wanted to say Happy National Guide Dog Month or Happy National Service Dog Awareness Month, but that that was last month, and now we're on Meet the Blind Month, so... Not only that, but we've been running for two years. We've been doing this podcast for two years. And I will say that it's been amazing so far. So thank you for all those that have supported and listened to our episodes and shared our episodes. I really hope that for years to come, somebody finds this and take something out of it and I can't wait to bring you more content. I'm so excited. This was going to be a shorter episode, but 
Angie and I found it equally important to educate the public on the rights for blind people and how they vote. And we're going to try our best to bring more episodes to you guys because we really want to bring you guys more episodes and content. So with that being said, if you have any topics or anything that you guys want us to talk about, please don't forget to shoot us an email at thisiswhatblindlookslikepod at gmail.com. Also, follow us on social media. We are on Facebook, facebook.com slash thisiswhatblindlookslike. We're also on Twitter at blindlookslike. And we also have a Patreon. So, look for us on there. We are on Patreon and support us because we really need the support in order to bring you guys more content. And you know where you can find us. We're on We're on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn. We're there. Also, please rate us and review us because those ratings and reviews will help us a lot. I really want to get on the new and noteworthy section of the podcasts. So, eventually, so please do that. We promise not to fail you guys and we will bring you guys so much more i can't wait for the rest of this season it's gonna be amazing next month's episode we'll have a guest and i'm so excited i won't tell you anymore because you know we gotta keep it under wraps but stay tuned and tune in till next time bye bye